Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cast, Sasha Fee. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and it is July of 2022, and I was recently at BroadwayCon here in New York City. The Broadway Podcast Network put on some incredible programming, and I was very honored to be one of the shows that recorded live at the event. I had some amazing guests join me, and we had a cat's debate in front of a live audience. So what you're going to hear is live from BroadwayCon 2022. I hope you enjoy this episode. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. I am Mike Abrams. I host this wonderful podcast where we talk about why Grizabella is the wrong jellical choice. So today we have some we have some wonderful guests. I'm gonna have them introduce themselves. Uh, so I'd love to hear who you are, your theater connection, and then I'd love to hear your the first time that you saw Cats. I guess I'll go yeah, first. Go first. So, hey everyone, uh, my name is Zach Bravo. Uh, I'm an actor. I recently just finished the uh, the 2021-2022 national tour of Cats as Rum Tum Tugger, um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm really honored to be a part of this podcast today. Awesome. Yeah. When was the first time you saw? Cats? Oh, oh, the first time I saw it, uh, I was like about ten or eleven, uh, and that was really weird for me to watch at ten yeah. and eleven. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm Zach Raffio. I'm the editor-in-chief of The Broadway Beat, uh, which is a theater satire site. Um, I, the first time I saw Cats, I was 14. It was a youth production in my hometown. Uh, and my one of my best friends, uh, Georgie Simon, was Grizabella. And at intermission, I asked an adult at the table next to us, what is this about? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I like Cats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm Jesse McNally, and Andrew might as well go together. Oh yeah, I'm Andrew. We're we're both from musicals with Jesus. Yes, and we I think we watched Cats for the first time together um, for content, where we watched all the whole three hour pro shot together. Yeah. But you you also saw the movie and the I national the, tour. I watched the movie on Christmas Eve when that opened, and then I went to see the national tour when it came to uh, Schenectady. A Christmas gift for for you for sure. So, oh wait, you I might have th- seen this you. past this. I, I believe so. Oh, that's where I finished. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh that's awesome. Was that the, uh, oh man, what is that? That, that was around Proctors? May. Proctors? Yeah, Proctors. Yeah. Oh, All well, right, so I might have waved at you or sh- shaking I'm sure my you ass. Did. I was on the balcony, so 
Oh, I definitely was shaking at you, Adobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only you. Yeah, yes, it, was me. you. it was me. It was for me. Yeah, yeah. that's the way Tiger works. It's, it's individualized for Indi you. Yeah. For sure. Shut the door, for everybody you. out. For you. For you. Specifically. All right, so here's how we're going to do this since we're live. Um, we have, I have a handful of the cats. So not all of them. I made it a little easier. I, I didn't put Peter or Baby Grizz or any of the like challenging ones. So I'm going to put them in my hat here, and we're going to draw, and then you are going to defend this particular choice for the heavyside layer. And I also love the idea of having you also argue against each other. So whoever's <laughs> defending, if you disagree, uh, chime in and tell them why they're wrong. That's oh what boy. I do all the time. So, um, so we're going to pull a cat out of the hat, and each person is going to get who you have. And after you do it, show, show who you get. Oh, boy. Got to do it. We're audio-based. We need to yeah, get that. This is an easy one. Oh, there you go. Can you hear me? <laughs> All right, the ASMR. Okay. Do I get to keep the hat? No, oh. I pass it back because I'm going to take the other two. Okay, that's fair. I will say if you're if you're extremely unhappy, there are two more, <laughs> and I will we can do some trades here. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> I feel like you got to be prepared for that. I, I, I kind of knew this was happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was not planned. Uh, Rigged. Good, Rigged. good timing Rigged. there. Well, Rigged. here, do you do you feel do you feel good about that? Or do you oh want yeah, to, I'm good. I'm you good. ready to go? Yeah, this is good. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got I got two of the better choices here. All right, who wants to go first? Is anybody passionate about their about their drawing? Um, I'll, I'll sort of start because I got the one I wanted. Oh, which is crazy. Uh, which is Jenny Annie Dots. Uh, the her, her kind of shtick, and why I think that uh, she's separate from the others, is that all day long, she doesn't do anything. She's very, very lazy, she sleeps. And then at night, she's like, I gotta catch up, and I gotta make up for the whole day. She's very, very active, and I find a sort of kinship with that, uh, and I think that that sort of productivity speaks to everyone. Uh, and I think that that makes her the people's cat. Um, so in many ways, the people's cat should be the one to die, or come back to life. Uh, and or, the, any, or the Jellicle's cat. The Jellicle's oh, cat, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Cat. I, I, I feel weird being like, I like this cat, and that's why she should die. <laughs> <laughs> but you all know what I mean. Uh, so Jenny Annie Dots, she's you, she's me, she's coming back to life, baby. Awesome. All right. All right. Okay, okay. Do we, have any, do we have any counterpoints here? Um, who Which, will train the mice? Yeah, what I was going to ask that. I'll do it. You're, you're, you're gonna do it. <laughs> How did you just become blessed as a Jellicle like immediately here? Okay. What's your third name that you think about? Oh man, I, I didn't think this joke through. I didn't think there'd be so much follow up. It's uh, a difficult matter. We're a yeah. debate podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take care of the mice. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> okay. I know a guy. Fair enough. All right. So 50% of the time you're doing nothing, and then the other 50% you're so good that you're the choice. Yeah, I think so. And I think I personally benefit from spacing that out more, but it's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Love I it. respect Jenny for that. Love it. All right. Who wants to go next? You seem to be pretty I'll, confident yeah, in yours. I'll go. I think this is an easy one. I, I have old Deuteronomy. And I mean... It's in his name. He's old. It's it's time to it's time to hang up the coat, you know. Uh, he gets he gets kidnapped. I mean, he's been through a lot. No, he I, gets skinned. He gets skinned alive and gets it back somehow. Yeah. I I think it's time to hang it up. He's gonna nominate himself for the for the choice and and uh, 
hand it off to someone else to make the choice next year, you know? Old Deuteronomy is too selfish to do that, and here's why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he would not do that by any means. He loves his job too much. Um, if anything, well, he's not he's not in the pile, but Gus would definitely would be a good choice. I'm I'm not defending him just yet, but like for Gus, I would I would be like he would be a good choice. Old Deuteronomy is like, see, but he's traumatized <laughs> for from what? For getting skinned <laughs> once? <laughs> you have you been skinned more than once? I, I've yeah. Give I it a week. Like, I feel like this happens multiple times because I mean, the the cavity has a reputation. Yeah. I mean, every from, human well, law. Who's, who's to say McCavity didn't have that the last time that old Deuteronomy was before he? I'm sure. I'm sure old Deuteronomy had has gone through the heavy side layer, but as the same guy the entire time. Who's to say McCavity hasn't had that as a trophy? Maybe. It's but, also irresponsible to say that Deuteronomy's trauma is any more important than any of the other cats. That, I mean, that's true, but let's also think about this, right? The whole point here is that he made the wrong choice. So if he makes the wrong choice, maybe it's time to hang it up. Mm. When well, do you think Monkus <laughs> Trap actually decides it's his time? Because that's, that's who's next in line, right? Like, oh, I think it would be a debate between Rum Tum Tugger and Monkus Trap. I think Rum Tum Tugger is like the underdog that might... Mr. Uh, that, I, 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 <laughs> we're not. We're not going by. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> I like how your answer was just, "Yeah, that's none of my business." So am I gonna defend? Yeah, my choice? go for it. I think Mr. Mistopheles should have been the choice because he saves old Deuteronomy. I feel like at that point there should be a give and take there. Mm -hmm. Like, you stopped me from being skinned through the power of cat magic. <laughs> you, you are the Jellicle choice. Even the movie lent into that a it lot does. more. Or I'm like, this is obviously the Jellicle choice, and then Jennifer Hudson's going to come in and just steal it for no reason. <laughs> uh, as far as a narrative makes sense, if Mistopheles got chosen, it would make narrative sense. I so I I do love the like it's the quid pro quo version here. Of what yeah. you're saying. When I saw the the show the first time, I thought Skimbleshanks was bribing old Deuteronomy when he hands him the ticket. Yeah. So that was my argument. Mm. Is he's clearly trying to get his way in. And since I'm holding Skimbleshanks, that's my argument. Is he's, he's well, you he's and I bribed have, his way through this. Both, basically, both have the same argument. Where he uses trains and he uses dark magic. <laughs> the dark magic's kind of got you there. Yeah. The dark. <laughs> um, he unskinned him. <laughs> He unskinned him, he saved him. Yeah, from McCavity, who just is kind of not a problem anymore now. Yeah. So, as old Deuteronomy, how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, yeah, I think that would make sense. The other thing that would make sense, though, would be old Deuteronomy gives it up and then hands it off you know, to I, Mr. Mistopheles. I see that argument. Or Tugger. <laughs> or Tugger. Or Tugger, or Monkus Trap, who's supposed to be I mean, next, right? Well, Tugger Monk is not like... in the pile right now. <laughs> that, um, so, I didn't so put much. <laughs> 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 I want to hear the defense for Tugger right Well, now. for Tugger, well, I mean, it was his idea to bring out Mistopheles to begin with. Of course, like, it, that, is the, that is that arc, uh, that moment where Tugger is like, okay, I actually want to help the tribe. Like, uh, like I'm going to stop shimming for a second and just be like, let's be serious. Um, I think I know a way for us to get... Tugger's just trying to get rid of his ex and get him to be the I would never... Uh, Tugger would never <laughs> get, get rid of Mistopheles like that. <laughs> never. Um, we'll not get into that. We'll not get into we that. Could. Oh, we, we could. Do you want to get Yeah. Let's, they seem like they want us to. All right. Tugophiles 101. Um, <laughs> no, he just wouldn't have, no, he wouldn't do that to, his, <laughs> to a misto that, like that. See, I believe that they're exes and they're destined to get back together and that, that was it. 
That sounds like a really toxic relationship in, in my mean, in my book. It is Tugger though. Yeah, he's not. Stay toxic, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. I well, I'm really close to how to how their dynamics work, and uh, I I just I just don't see that. Um, but but yeah, no. T I think Tugger would would definitely. Um, I think because of how he reacts to how the uh, to how the rest of the jellicles are when old do leaves that gives him an, an idea that something changes within him when it's like okay now i can't be i can't be the lone wolf i got to be a part of the tribe now um and i think that is uh that should be rewarded in a way i think so so you cause chaos for Two hours and twenty minutes worth of show. Well, okay. But you've got yeah. this moment where you have your ahas yeah. is, is is there. It's like Tony Stark in any movie. I'm gonna ruin everything, then save it at the last minute and be the hero. You know who's not causing any chaos? Who's mostly just napping? Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty much staying out of it until nighttime, and then you go to sleep, and she takes care of your business. And I honor you. Awesome. That's important. That's fair. All That's right. Fair. What do you What do you all as this panel think about Gus? Because nobody got to take the most common answer. For the Jellicle choice, that's not Grizabella. Oh, Gus was in there. Gus is in here, yeah. Oh. The thing about Gus is, I, I, I'm stealing an argument Andrew made earlier. Um, yeah, he's old, his paws got palsy, but he gets the strength to, like, come on and be, be what he used to be for a brief moment. And that's great. We shouldn't take that away from him yet. He, he, ha he, a lot of people are like the eugenics. I'm like, he's too old. Throw him to the any side, <laughs> any side layer. But no, he's got a lot of oomph in him still. I, so that's, you, yeah. you think he makes it to next year? I do. I do. Sincerely. And he's right. still performing too. He might be a little blinder and a little like yeah, a little bit weaker, but he's gonna do great. And he's gonna perform while he's at it. All right, um, we we're gonna keep going here, but I want to hear from all of you. If you are old Deuteronomy, put your old Deuteronomy hat on. What is your criteria? <laughs> Literally, put your old Deuteronomy. <laughs> what is your criteria to make? Let's not say this year's choice. I want to hear next year's choice. <laughs> okay. So how are you choosing next year for, let's say, Grizzabella's now out of the picture? How are you picking next year? Not who are you picking, how are you picking? What's your criteria? I think the clock starts now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm watching everything you all do from here to next year's choice um, and really just gathering my data. I'm not basing it on anything they've done in the past. It's really just from today through then. That's good. I do have a sincere cat's question that maybe folks that know it a little better than I. For the Jellicle Ball, are these people, is it like a special occasion where they don't see each other very often, or do they just <laughs> hang out a bunch throughout the rest of the year? And the Jellicle Ball is just a nice time. Well, the Jellicle Ball is an orgy. So yes. yeah. I do think that they hang out throughout okay. the year. All right. Or that makes that whole premise a lot <laughs> well, stranger. Well, I mean, I think some of them don't, though. Like, like they Stimble's, Stimble's on the train. He's on the train the yeah. whole time. I feel like they don't see him. Yeah. Zach, you looked ready to jump in there with a different opinion. Uh, on this. No, no, no. I don't have a different opinion. It, it Like, you're you're very correct. It is an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is uh, to, to an extent. I try not to think about it that way. Um, but, but, you know, I see Plato lifting up Victoria. I'm like, and we're all crawling up to the circle. I'm like, yeah, this is an orgy, um, but but it's it's a fun one. I'm gonna move on. Um, but better than any orgy I've been to. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I I don't know. Like, well, as far as far as criteria, um, I would actually 
judge their actions from the past um, instead of instead of like the, the time is now. Although I do like your argument there, um, I would I would definitely take it like oh like okay let's see where you left off from then and see where you are now into the next year. And if they had changed in any sort of way, like Tugger, for instance, um, then I would probably be like, yeah, sure, you could go. All right, so it's a, it's basically how you have acted throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Well, that confused it, because then you're changing your criteria from the previous year, where Grisabella sat at the start and sat at the end. Yeah, I'm flipping. Well, it. I, I was, I was, I was a, I was a different old dude back then. Yeah. Okay. So you change every year. So you changed. Yeah. Getting skinned alive changed you. Why not? Yeah. So maybe you get the choice. How um, did you make last year's? <laughs> how did you make last year's choice then? I, well, I got interrupted. I got, I got interrupted because, well, Grizz just came in. If anything, like at that, at that moment, I would have chose Skimble Shanks. I feel like he, he would have been a really good. Um, a perfect candidate to go to the heavy side layer. I mean, is Santa still judging me for last year when he makes this year's decision? <laughs> yeah. Qu- Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, drop the mic right there. <laughs> yep. um, I don't know. I feel like you just got to do it beat by beat. So, uh, yeah, just every year, different choice, different so, criteria. So next year, it very well could have been uh, McCavity because if we're starting over, he well, just McCavity's not a jellical cat, though. He's not a dear little cat? No, I don't uh, think so. Huh. Ooh, I don't know that. What you, any thoughts? Is, is McCavity a jellicle or not a jellicle? Wow. He's not. He can't even. <laughs> he doesn't qualify. That's why he's trying to steal his way in. Even the audience is torn <laughs> here. Yeah. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. So, wait, are, are you saying, like, McCavity, like, like, renowned himself as a Jellico Cat? Because I think he's a Jellico Cat. I thought he was a Jellico Cat. Yeah. Who said he wasn't? He did. Just what? heard him. It might be like, you know when you get like He's... a service animal and you can like print out the thing if you need to? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think if they went and checked the database, maybe they'd see that he's not. But for all intents and purposes, he's getting on the plane. Like, he's a cat, <laughs> but he's not a jellical cat. Right. Like, he's he's not invited to the jellical ball, that's for sure. Oh, okay. I see. I, I yeah. Well, so neither he... was Grizabella. Grizabella no, wasn't was. a jellical cat either. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, I thought she was like whining about not being able to let in or touch nobody. If she no. crashed yeah. the party and then got selected, there would be riots. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be furious. I will yeah. say the movie implies that is what is happening. Yeah, she just kind of. I think she does in. crash the party. Yeah. I, that's how I was interpreted. Other yeah. people just don't seem to like her. <laughs> it seems like she gets invited back in. She like crashes and then gets welcomed. That she became a jellical again, and that's yeah. why they picked her. Is yeah. that the new life that begins again, becoming a jellical and then dying? Well, so there's some interesting pieces of that. That's where the potential baby Grizz comes in. So there's a baby Grizz, mm, which yeah. dances the opening number. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just a body to dance, but they're named baby Grizz, so it could be foreshadowing her reincarnation. My my theory with that is that like when we see baby Grizz in the beginning, and then we see like Grizz at at her worst, um, is like t- we like the Jellicle cats don't. Time is not relevant to how like we perceive time, 
So, do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> they judge by the moonlight, right? They yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? No, but like what? What? I I don't know how to explain it. I explained it really well on our podcast one time yeah. um, about like how like yeah no so like it's not annual. It's basically yes. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, you know. Yeah. Because the question is, 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 it says it's like an annual or. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Once a year. Well, once a year. Yeah. But you're saying the year is, is, is different. It's a different, yeah. different yeah. calendar. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're not going on the. Yeah, the because, like, cause like, you know, Jellico Cats are very pretentious. Like, we know how great we are. Oh. And we, and, you know, we see the audience, and the audience is like, they're in our space. And it's like, okay, well, um, we're going to tell you how great we are. And you're not going to catch up anytime soon because you're not smart. That's basically the premise. Mm. And we're going to dance our asses off and, and look cute and, and preen and all that stuff. Um, so, so if if we really want to get technical, like Monkey Strap is telling like Jellico Cats meet once a year. That's once a year for y'all, but once a year for us is like probably like once every five seconds, you know, or whatever. Once That's a every- lot of orgies. Yeah, <laughs> they're cats. Oh yeah! <laughs> Welcome to the junkyard, everybody. <laughs> that is a. I had not thought about it that detail. It's cerebral. Is that okay? It's mm-hmm. you're you're living a different different life. That's why you get nine of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. If the heavy side layer take away one of the nine lives, do they only get to go nine times. Theoretically, that that is the. I don't think the nine lives thing applies to cats. Well, he. Well, the, so the. 2016, Gus said that he thought his nine lives were over, and that's yeah. why he couldn't be picked, because he wouldn't be able to be reincarnated. There's also a belief: is it truly are they dying, or is the heavy set layer just you know a little spot in the Winter Garden Theater, you know that's just <laughs> up in the attic? There's that line where they say it might just be a spot. Yeah, it just might be, just might be just might be in the attic in the Winter Garden Theater, didn't make and they go up there and they hang out. Yeah. I love the idea of Hugh Jackman just wandering around and then yeah, accidentally yeah. stumbling into yeah, the heavy side layer. There are there are hun- this, huh? hundreds of prison like, oh, up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, I want to I want to now pivot because I think besides Zach, you got I think your choice, but you all got randomly selected choices. I want to hear who you would actually pick if you're old Deuteronomy picking. Oh, oh, uh, Skimble Shanks for sure. Okay, yeah. Give the give your reason. Um, well, if you hear the music um, at the very at the very top of Act Two, it's very specific, um, where old Deuteronomy is uh, singing. The, mo- the moments of happiness. I have to sing it real quick. Um, the moments of happiness, and there's a, a Skimble Shanks motif that kind of uh, that kind of implicates like, oh, like that could be him. That could be Skimble Shanks. I I I mean, I, I I did the show eight times a week, and I always heard that, and I that always <laughs> made me think like, oh, that could be a sort of signal, being like, oh, could be Skimble Shanks. Um, and he's and he's so like he's very like. Fatherly too. Um, I feel I feel like he like takes over that sort of position when Old Deuteronomy is not around, mm. where he's like taking care of like all the the rest of the kittens and like, uh, I mean at least for the dynamic between Skimbleshanks and Tugger, like he's my uncle and I just like like to uh, mess around with him. Um, but he definitely has that sort of like maturity where like he can take care of everyone, but he can also hold his own um, and. I don't know, like, and, and his song is like really great. I love his yeah. song so much. It's very, it's very Christmassy. So if you're Skimble, are you angry every year that this has happened? If you, I was Skimble, yeah, that you, <laughs> am that I you angry? Get, yeah, <laughs> you're angry that that all of a sudden this 
you know, this cat that left you all comes back and takes your time to shine away? I th I probably would. Chris definitely uh, did that. Yeah. <laughs> Every night he was like, what the hell? Yeah. Zach, are you sticking with Jenny? I'm sticking with Jenny, but I, I do like uh, the railway cat. I like that he has a job. <laughs> <laughs> that stands for something in my eyes. Jenny uh, has a job, right? And takes care of the mice. Jenny, she has a job to a point. She has, she has more of a... Oh, uh, night work is the same as any other job. It is, but she's training animals. It seems more like when, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Whereas Skimble Shanks is really clocking in, clocking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna stick with Jenny. All right, Jesse. Bust for Jones. <laughs> Death to capitalism. <laughs> Skin and bones. <laughs> He's taking up everything. He's ruining the entire Jellicle community. He's drinking too much of the milk. Oh yeah, too much. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, I have to pick Grizabella because I thought we were gonna get through this whole thing without anybody. Saying no, the, the heavy the heavy side layer is not a reward; it is a mercy killing. <laughs> so Grizabella is the only one who deserves that. Old dude, the first thing you said when we shook hands, you said that to me, and you whispered it. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grizz deserved to die. Ooh, you gotta chill. <laughs> mercy, it's a mercy kill. Okay, Kevorkian over here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Tell, tell, me more, tell me more here. Well, I mean, the reason none of the other ones are picked, and, and they're better, they're better choices if it was a reward, but Grizabella's the only one who is so sad that she has to die. You know? You could have argued that's the show, though. That's the show. You could have argued that with Gus as well. Gus. Gus is not sad at the end of his song. He's very happy and performing. Damn it. Gamble shanks the <laughs> railway cat. I'm not saying I agree with it, but that's the Jellicle way. Yeah. They're all monsters. <laughs> I we should, uh, You pulled this, and this is like you just embraced old Deuteronomy here when you got that, didn't you? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Put the coat on. I got skinned. <laughs> okay, who is the least worthy? Who are the two that are always running around together? Um, Mongo Jerry and Rumble Teaser? Yeah. yeah. Them? I mean, they team up with the cavity, right? I mean... That's none of my business. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think they, they got each other. They don't need to separate. That's also the twins. There's the twins. Oh, oh Tantamile and Corkapet? Yeah. You don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. All dude needs them, but we don't really need them. That's my... That, they could go. <laughs> They're the ones that usually get cut when there's not enough cats anyway, so it oh. feels right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to argue the rumpus cat. I the rumpus cat's not real. I I, he's not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> real or not, he's not worthy. That, 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 that superhero outfit? No. Hey, fair enough. Hey, that's Gus, though, isn't it? That doesn't matter. It's Gus in a character. I, I mean, if the movie can go and take Growl Tire, which is also a character, and then make him, like... A real character for some yeah. reason, Rumpus Cat. The, the movie made some choices. What? Yeah. The movie's great. It's a one-to-one -one adaptation. Well, we're gonna get there in a second. Okay. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know how anyone could pick Buster for Jones. Okay. I, yeah. Um, you gotta get him out of the. You gotta get him out of here. Yeah, other than like an actual like revenge killing. No, point. it's like oh my god, our resources. True. Yeah. Okay. Let's go into the movie. Christmas. Christmas Eve. By myself in the theater, yes. <laughs> How was that experience? Oh, it was, uh, everyone left. Like, there was, like, four people in the theater, and they left, like, midway through. 
and it was just me. Just you. I was just sitting there. Private screening. Private screening of cats. The that opposite was, of a rowdy screening. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was before the improvements to the. To oh, yeah, you the saw it. So yeah. I saw the original. You saw the the, the hand and the all the other. The hand cut. Yeah, and the, the hand cut. The, the, the other the, cut. The other guy. There's just like a. a a boom mic and an actor just standing in the middle of the Jell Cole They, didn't, they didn't finish the movie and they put it in my theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to see it by yourself? I got to see it all by myself. That's, Nobody wanted to see it with me. That's, that's <laughs> Where were you, Jesse? Um, I am in a, uh, we live in different uh, yeah. states. So I saw it the night it opened. Um, the, that was the first time I saw it. And I was a little too drunk. You went to see it four times. I saw it twice um, <laughs> for the podcast, and I was a little too drunk. So I was like, "Did I see what I saw?" So I went back the next day, and I was like, "Bone sober." Yeah, I saw what I saw. Yeah. Um, and once again, started with like a half full audience. By the time um, midpoint hit, um, the audience was empty. Which viewing did you like better? Um, the second one, only because there was one other person in the audience, and then when Jennifer Hudson sang Memory and got to the Touch Me part, he stood up, clapped, and then left. <laughs> and left! <laughs> They're like, I don't need to know that cats aren't dogs. I'm out of here. Yeah. I, brought, <laughs> you don't need to, I brought four other people that stuck through to their credit uh, to the end. I love it. Then you get to see the fourth wall be broken at the end there. Uh, and you feel like you're trapped. Yeah. In the, the movie specifically, you feel like you're trapped. Zach, have you seen it? Uh, I have. I saw it very late. I saw it last year on a plane. Um, <laughs> it's a good viewing spot for yeah, me. Yeah, I was like, oh, I never just got around to it. So I double featured that and The Father with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which was like two bad choices. Uh, both for different reasons. Uh, don't watch The Father on a plane. I had to like go to the bathroom after and sort of calm myself down. Yeah. And then I watched Cats and had to myself down for <laughs> uh, just watch pitch perfect three or something <laughs> um i i watched it two weeks before i started rehearsals because i wanted to get a little bit of insight the first time that i had um heard that it was coming out like i, I was i was uh doing a production out in long island somewhere and i heard that i'm sorry how were you in the show in the, in the show mm-hmm. oh you just got your i played rum tum tugger yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I play. I played Tugger in the in the last national tour, um, and uh, so so when I heard about it, I was like, why? <laughs> um, because I from the image itself, I was already like, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, but but then I watched it just to like you know just watch it, um, and then after seeing it, I was like. I really hope we're not going for this sort of vibe <laughs> with the with the show, and then and then ultimately, like of course we we weren't um, because we were gonna we were doing the revival version back in 2016. Um, How did the rest of your cast feel about the movie? Uh, well, we <laughs> we had <laughs> we had a press team to tell us to not talk about the movie, yeah. and if we were asked about the movie, we had to say. While the movie is um, a great take on <laughs> what Cats is, we prefer you see it live. <laughs> That's, that, we, we could not, like... You we, couldn't say, don't watch the movie? We couldn't shit on it, basically. <laughs> we, just, we, we couldn't. I can't imagine you all just being in there and being like, hold on, here's my talking points. Um, the movie is great. Come see it live. Like, you have to, like, pull out your word-for-word quote. From no, like, oh there are moments yeah, yeah. where, like, I had to, like, write it down because, like, I, w- I would get, like, you know, phone calls that, like, you know, for, like, 
uh, articles for like the theaters and all that stuff. And I would just be like, okay, I gotta be, the movie is really great, but we really prefer you see the show. <laughs> when really I was like, it's trash. <laughs> 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 so are you saying people on press tours don't always tell the truth? <laughs> the movie was uh... my mind is blown. <laughs> I will say, I will say that the as far as like the the score is concerned, um, they did have like a, a more modern twist to it. Um, so I did enjoy that because there are like there's only two versions of of like the orchestration of Catch, which is like the London version and uh, in 81 and the Broadway cast recording in 83, um, both of which had very different sounds back then. And even, sorry, and even in the 1998 staged film version of it, Andrew Lloyd Webber was still like trying to make it as big as possible. Like I think he had like almost like nearly a hundred piece orchestra just for, just for the 98 version. Um, so like he's, you know him, he's just always trying to go bigger and Love it. Bigger. I, <laughs> Zach, I'm still thinking, did you have any weird reactions on the plane? Because I watched the 98 movie on a plane, and I got some, some looks, for sure. Um, <laughs> you mean like people like watching? Yeah, watching you watch Cats. Um, no. Uh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> every person on the plane, besides me, was watching Jungle Cruise. It, <laughs> it was as if the choices were the father and Jungle Cruise, <laughs> and somehow Cats at one point. Uh, so I think they were very interested in The Rock's little hat, and they weren't really paying attention to me. Yeah, yeah. you, you got off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you okay, got off. Okay, King fight. of Switzerland yeah. over here. <laughs> A little thing called Spirit, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised the TV worked. <laughs> oh, it worked. bathroom? <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to, I mean, we, I want to open up. Is there any questions from the crowd here about cats? Um, you all know my point of view on it, but love to hear. Open it up for a few minutes before we wrap up. Come on, Maybe. guys. Cats. Somebody's got an opinion. He is the rum tum tugger. Come on. <laughs> I, I do have something to say. Um, I know it's based on the T.S. Eliot poem, whatever, and like a lot of people feel like they see cats and it's like, this is nonsense, but I kind of feel like it's actually genius. Mm. It's a hot take. Do you think it's nonsense or genius? And that's all I want to know from all of you. What's, what's, your, what's your talking points from press? <laughs> <laughs> It's quite genius. No, no, no. no. It, it, in my opinion, it actually is. Be I really think so. Because, because it doesn't... It's just open for interpretation, which there are not a lot of musicals like that. I think people can't handle that. They're like... Oh. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber at, at that time was pushing the envelope a lot, especially with like the, you know, the, the Bible musicals, <laughs> the Jesus Christ Superstar, yeah. Joseph, and all that stuff, um, and, and Cats. Uh, I, I'm sure people were like, okay, now, now he's going crazy with, with just dancing. <laughs> cats, what's this? Um, but... But no, there, there's actually something very magical, dare I say, jellical about it, um, about like how you can like, I, th I think that's what's really great about this panel and this podcast, really, Mike, with Mike, um, is that like, you can have your opinion as to like who you think is actually worthy of going to the heavy side there, um, and I know, I know for for me when when working in the show, um, 
I try to develop different points of views all the time whenever whenever um, I would interact with a different cat, whether it be Mungo Jerry or Monkey Strap or, or Corco Pat. Um, I knew that I was, or I knew that Tugger was never going to be a choice. Um, like I, uh, Chrissy Cartwright, who had worked with cats like from the very beginning, um, she told me straight up, he's not a contender. <laughs> so I was like, all right, great. Uh, so I'm just here to live life and party all the time. Um, but you know, I'm sure that there are other people out there that could argue that like, oh yeah, no, he could be a contender. Um, I, I tried <laughs> fighting for him for like five minutes, um, but, um, but you know, I, I, I really do think that it's, it's really great in its own way because you can have your own thoughts and opinions about it and which direction you want to go. It's like a choose your own adventure, yeah. a musical sort of deal. The, the genius of it is, is that it was a world that was built and there's probably somebody that relates to everybody. And so that's kind of where you can see a little bit of yourself and probably one of the characters or a couple of them. The yeah. hard part about it is, is that <laughs> it's really hard to, at that point, follow it. Because there's not, it's because you're in a world, you're not really getting the structure. And that's where, as I've now have 80 episodes of this, I, there's stuff I didn't know in the first 10 that I still like, I didn't know the balls and orgy. I didn't know some of these like things that everyone's like, oh yeah, this is universal truth of cats. And I'm like, I did not pick that up when I saw it in 2016. And I think that that is hard for certain audience members. If you are a, like, I'm, I'm a sitcom fan, it, fan, a fan, it is not a sitcom. It is not a neat and tidy story through and through but it's a world you get entered into and it's from the moment you walk into the theater because you see the the stage it's like you know there's not uh, a curtain it's like you're in the junkyard from the minute you go and so i think that's what's pretty interesting about it anything that's made that much money is genius yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's been around for 41 years um we were just talking it's it's in vienna right now it's on a royal caribbean cruise it's touring internationally it toured in um, Southeast Asia, uh, it's got, you know, the Broadway revival, like, it is running constantly. There's a youth production in Canada going on right now for 18 and unders that someone just told me about. Um, yeah, because that's what my life has turned into, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, but it runs constantly, and so to your point, it's made a lot of money, but it's because it's relatable content for almost everybody. And it will outlive all of us. <laughs> yeah. Any one of us in this room, cats will survive beyond oh, it. Exactly. Also, the music, I mean, the music itself is just so flourishing. Like, even when you just hear, ba-na-na, like, come on. I just got chills doing that. Like, I, like uh, I don't know if they did that for the, for, like, the, the Jillian Lynn version, but, like, in the, in the beginning of the overture, um, when it has that big, that big flourish, that ba-na-na, and they have the, the, this light ring that comes up, and it's just so, oh, man. I, I watch it from the corner every night doing the show. And seeing that, like, that's the magic. That is the magic that Cats has to offer. It's not only, you know, us jumping cats, but, like, the music itself. It makes you feel shit, you know? So there's that. Love it. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you, panelists, for having an uh, incredible debate and discussion. All right. And everyone enjoy the rest of your Broadway con. I hope you've had a blast hearing the live episode from Broadway Con. So thank you for listening to this episode of The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Wrong Cat Died. And check out our website, thewrongcatdied.com.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 